Hey guys, welcome to the Dungeon Labs, or should I say D&D and T. This is our first episode of D&D and T. This will just be a catch-up of all the episodes we've had so far. And we have a few questions to ask each of the characters and myself and all of us in general. So make sure you grab your favorite tea or a drink of any kind. And yeah, so first, I'm going to introduce to everyone that's here. We have Brian, who plays Ikea. We have Annabelle, mm. who plays Manya. Hey! We have Walt, or Walton, who plays Onyx. And then we have Derez, who plays Thix. And then, special guest today, who will be asking the questions, Mr. Dylan. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I am Dylan. Great introduction. So... First, let's just go around and say what drinks we got. I currently have a nice sweet tea and twisted tea. Very yummy. Who's next? Uh, I have the the tea of America, one might say. Unfortunate. I have an herbal infusion called Meadow. Yummy. It's just flowers. I don't know what the hell's going on. Honestly, isn't tea just leaf water? Yes. I have uh, Mountain Dew and Fireball. Not together because that is disgusting. <laughs> Weakness. Okay. I have uh, A&W Root Beer. Uh, the tea of uh, the railroad. Okay. Interesting. Yes, and I have a cinnamon orange boys tea. Yummy. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get started. All right. Onyx, what kind of bird is he modeled after? Um, to be honest, it's kind of a mixture of a hawk and an eagle. I know they're quite similar, but I wanted the build of an eagle, but the size of a hawk. Ooh. That's pretty interesting. All right. Thix. What is uh, the race of your character? Mm, well, if the hints weren't clear, it is, is a satyr. Shit, I think I outright said it last time. But yes, I have a satyr. Explain the satyr, sir. What is a satyr? A satyr is a type of faithful deriving from Greek mythology. A half-man, half-goat, if you will. The Romans called them fawns. Called him satyrs. Very interesting. Narnia, Robert. Specifically, he is modeled after a Jacob sheep, which is a type. Of, or is it Jacob's goat? Either way, it's a type of goat that has um, four horns. Oh, that's dope. All right, Manya, what Aww. the fuck is up? What's going on? There's a lot there's a lot going on and it's gonna get a lot a lot worse uh oh boy yeah yeah well uh yeah um (laughs) it's i i don't i don't know how to explain it without giving stuff away except for the fact that um the more whispers we hear the worse off i think everyone around manya is gonna get uh, <laughs> yeah, that little lady inside yeah. of her thrives off anger and suffering. Nice fun yeah. things. Like, the the, the hey. most purest kind of tea. Oh yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Lani. just tell that woman to stop. Lani is just along for the ride at this point. I don't think she could if she wanted to. <laughs> All right, IKEA. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why is your name? Why is your name? Yes. So I I made the character I needed a name, and I was just you know experimenting with a few things, and I for some reason I was thinking about IKEA at the time, Um, and I thought well if you put an apostrophe in there it's not IKEA anymore and it's a cool name, so I I just put an apostrophe in there. I tried an apostrophe in a few different places, and. Yeah, that's just kind of how it went. Right, right. uh, what, what, how do you how do you pronounce it then? 
yeah, it's not IKEA, it's IKEA. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to you, IKEA. Uh, DM, uh, what's with the yep. furbolgs? So, <laughs> so a running joke we had in the first campaign is that all the magic shop owners were furbolgs, and now in the second campaign, the Dungeon Lads with the Gale Walkers, I decided to bring that joke over. I thought it'd be funny for the players, and hopefully the listeners will laugh at it too. And every time they go into a bar now, maybe not every time, but almost every time, they'll see a furbold bartender. But I will say there might be a deeper meaning behind that in the future. That's terrifying, sir. I'm unprepared for those implications. There yeah. is a underground ring of furbolgs, uh, oh, yeah. and it's like a uh, it's like a money scheme. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all right. The furbolgs run a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> They're the mafia. I don't know if it's a Ponzi. It's not All that means is you should really tip your. Yeah, you should tip your bartender. Old old rec- If y'all remember Tanya. Oh my God. All right, let's see here. Uh, in order, uh, I would like uh, how you came up with your characters. Uh, first, I would like to hear it from Onyx. To be honest, I've played an Eric Cochran in the past. Unfortunately, it didn't last very long, and I actually really enjoyed playing the race that I'm playing right now. And I just I felt like doing something with it, but at the same time with the access to the Fey World, I wanted it to be something interesting, not something you see every day. Alright, so. that's a that's a really good reason. And we were also... All right. Oh, of course, of course. That's only you know. partially put like, effort <laughs> into it. Yeah, that, that's just how it goes. Get a little alcohol system. What if uh, you had a bird made of crystals, Birdman. Yep. Birdman. <sighs> Alright. Yeah. Fix your character. Mm, well, I got my character from a streamer I used to watch named Somersault. And um, she played a satyr in that particular campaign. And I just felt like, hmm, I wonder if that'd be fun to play as a race. And I was like, what can goats do that is kind of quirky? And I was like, oh, I have literally seen goats climb up Jesus a tree Christ. before. That's, That's really cool. Yeah, yeah he, I, I hate being original too. It, well, you know, and it's real great when you bring it up every session too. You know, what was that? Let's let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Manya, how'd you come up with your character? Whole bunch of fuck around, find out. Um, so after the first session, um which I was a dragonborn, I was like, what are some other interesting races that I could play? And I was looking around for a little bit, and I stumbled across what Manya is. Um, I don't think you can physically find her, like, race anymore. Like, I'm almost positive it's gone. I've tried to find, like, the original place that I found it before. Um, completely wiped. Uh, just gone. I'm very glad that I wrote down that character uh, sheet and, like, race sheet when I did, because um, I've Googled it so many times, and it's just not in existence anymore. Yeah, um, you did some digging I to don't... find it. Huh? You did some digging to find it in the first place. Yeah, I did some really weird digging to find it. Um, that, and I realized I wanted to play a bard at least once, because I'm a theater major, and I've been in musical theater for, like, Four years, and uh, you know what? At some point, I had to play a bard, and we didn't have a bard this time around. So, um, bard it was. Um, yeah, okay. Everybody I just, needs um, to. Sorry. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Everybody needs to play a bard at least once. Oh yeah. Just at least once. Um, and then from there, it was just what fits with her race and the weird, um intimidation kind of nightmare um character i've created and um yeah that's fun yeah all right coolio 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 all right let's get on to costco how did you come up with your character <laughs> long story there but uh so as the dm dylan might might be able to tell you ikea was not my first choice of character to be played in this campaign. I had a different character I was planning to mm-hmm. be playing. 
But uh, a few months before we actually started, uh, I just, I guess I didn't feel that character fit with, uh, with, with the feel of the campaign from just what he had described. And I, I have a Google Doc, like a vault of just characters <laughs> that I created like in my spare time. Oh yeah, probably more. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of flesh out their their stories a little bit, but uh, with Ikea, I, I liked it a lot. And uh, so yeah, that's just kind of how the character came to be and uh, how I chose it to be the one that I would play for this campaign. Gotcha, gotcha. Very interesting. All right, all right. Let's let's uh let's move on back up to Onyx for uh, a second, just personal question. Uh, is there anything important about the staff? Uh, that's not I can particularly answer. More of just you'll have to wait and see. All right, Ooh. all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on to Thix. Uh, what did the bartender mean about doing card readings? Um, so, interesting enough, when Thix finally like, first found himself in the land of the Nightingale, he stumbled across this bar and passed himself off as a um, man of the tarot, a fortune teller, if you will. So he did a lot of card readings by using his powers to you know, just scan the minds of the people he would read for. Alright. Cool, cool. Manya, what island are you from? And what does it do? Alright. Uh, Manya is in fact from a island called Pinpoint. Yeah. Um, Mike messed up. And... Oh, Jesus, stop. Stop right now. Yeah, you, you, your mic messed up big time there. Yeah, because my cat decided to step on wires. Um, <laughs> uh, damn, wait. Um, I adore her, I swear. I'm just going to throw her. Um, so, Manya was born on an island called Pinpoint um, to two festival planners. Um, and that is primarily what the island is. It's just like a big old party town. All right. Coolio. Coolio. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the Jorgen Splorgen. Uh, what's with the sword? Yeah, this is a pretty pretty relevant topic considering uh, Manya and Thix's uh, almost like bullying of his sword a couple of sessions ago. Uh, it was not bullying. I was simply <laughs> pointing out that this shit, that shit is beat, bro. Like, I use some pretty strong words to describe it. It's not um, about the size of the sword. It's about how you use it. Look, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that applies here, but... I have a fucking whip. What does that tell you? Listen here, miss. Hit it because it never gets hard. <laughs> so, the you sword You ain't never heard itself, flash of an elastic. The sword itself is very old, and that is because it was not Ikea's sword originally. Uh, he got it from I won't say who you uh, you would have to find that out in the sessions in the future but he got it from someone important to him uh, and it's the last piece of that person that he kind of has left alright that's, that's very uh, a very nice sentiment alright to the DM how did it how did it take to make what did it take to make the, all the maps oh god so Oh, I use this little uh, app you can get on your on your own laptop called Incarnate. Sponsors, please. But I use them all the time. I mean, literally all the time. The original map of like the whole world and shit that took a while. I mean, that to like plan it out and to build it, it took two days. But to, but to get the town names, I have another map that has like secret things located on the map. I mean, there's lots, lots and lots of time into those there's lots and lots map? of things. There is another map. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> the uh, combat maps, I also use Incarnate for that, and some I have downloaded templates and built off of them. Uh, in the first campaign, I had one where they went into this little cave, and it, that one took me quite a few days to make. It was a lot of fun to make. 
and all the maps are fun to make. Please sponsor us. But yeah, I mean, they. I use Incarnate and it works really well. And it takes a lot of time sometimes, and other times it just takes two seconds because it's that easy to use. Now, when you say the caves, are you referring to the Hydra Heart? No, no, no. Um, when y'all went to um, that one swamp town, and y'all had to go oh into the God. cave to fight the demon, and there's oh, all those no. chains and briars the hanging children. from us. We had the children. Oh, the spirit wolves and shit. Yeah. Oh, that was before I joined that campaign. Mm-hmm. It was a trip. It <laughs> was a good map, though. It took me a while. Speaking of that previous campaign, I was the that was the first bard I ever played, and I freaking loved it. Oh, oh, well, that is actually our next question, if you would like to continue. In y'all's first campaign, what were your characters? So, <laughs> since I already started, like I said, it was bard, a half-elf named Del Fook. Yes, I know. But, you know. The Fook. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, it was kind of the point. Um, basically, he just did not care. He was a half drow that uh, was like just there to piss off Brian's character, who was named Baraka. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> he was the. Uh, let's just say he's the type of guy that you look at and you see and you say, "Oh yeah, that guy fucks." <laughs> all right all right uh That's definitely a description uh-huh yep all right moving on uh <laughs> onyx who was your previous character and what was their role my first character in the first campaign was meliotis the arcane trickster rogue who was a snow leopard tabaxi broken ass. very very fun character to play i might add and i kind of held the fate of our party in our hand in my hands with a, a very specific set of magic dice that i <laughs> very you. frequently oh, used i even have a special set of uh d6s that i got from the dm <laughs> that are like modeled after the bone dice that I still have to this day and hope to use in the future if they ever oh. resurface. They're, they're in oh the my world. God. You just gotta find them. Oh if my not, god. And if not, I will state this whoever is in like in possession of the bone dice, I will transfer the dice over to. All right. I, I will say, since y'all are maybe about to deal with witches, load our. Uh, those, those bone dice might be somewhere within where the witches are. Ooh. Oh, uh -oh. no. See, I a guess the demon a little bit of foreshadowing witches. for everybody. A little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> what's we call it? Fucking chaos. Samanya. So, I played a dragonborn barbarian uh, in the last one named Sora. Uh, very sweet girl, very cute girl. Um, bite the bullet to the extreme. Uh, she did a lot to smack people around and try to keep the party members together, specifically trying to keep Baraka from running off in the middle of the night. Um, multiple times. Multiple times. How many times? Oh my God. So much. <laughs> so often. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, I think she was like one of the youngest party members, just a very, very bright eyed kind of kid. She got shot in the head twice and didn't go oh, yeah. down. Yeah, did not care. Did not give two fucks. Didn't go down at all. I no. I had, it only hit my brain. I surrendered and she just kept on fighting. I was like, oh my God. I just about took them out too. I just look, about had them. Look, Cell Food was like, I know my battles and this is not one of them. <laughs> She just about took out those pirates. You leave me be. Uh, I mean, yeah. That was such a... I really thought she was going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you survived, honestly. They were fighting, I don't know how I survived. They, they were fighting pirates, and the pirates kept on shooting her right in the head, and she just kept on smiling while blood trickled down her face. I kept trying to bite people. Yeah. <laughs> and critted two of them. Yeah. I did. I murked a couple of them. I was an active threat. <laughs> All right. 
Swedish Meatball. Who were you, and what role did you play? Yeah, so uh, as some of the other members have already said, my character, you know, kind of the problematic one. Um, I played a black dragonborn samurai named Baraka, who was just angry all the time Mm -hmm. and wanted to fight people. And wanted revenge, specifically. Uh, And, you know, his emotions got the better of him most of the time. So he had to have the party kind of draw him back in. The the amount of spell slots I wasted on calm emotions for that dude is crazy. Yeah, it's kind of turned over to this campaign. Oh, yeah, Baraka would definitely have... (laughs) He would have died so quickly if he did not have his party with him. But that's that's not going to be the last you hear of those character names, listeners. We're definitely going to use them again in the future on our Patreon, so watch out for that. Let's forward to... All right. Onyx. Ooga booga. Oh, ooga booga. What are your mother and father's names? Yeah, what are they? Good question. <laughs> what are they? Damn. Gonna be honest, haven't really thought about that, mainly because uh, I don't even know if I can really reveal that. No, uh, wait, Onyx, or Walt, we do have your mom and dad's names. Oh, wait. Oh, I, I just might not have written them down, to be honest. They're in your backstory. They are? I know. Yep. You... Open to your folders. Oh, oh, give no. me one second. My laptop is dying. So, All shall be revealed. Open anything. Let's see here. Yep, here it is. Uh, mommy is named Pearl. And then Dad is named Sidian. So yeah. Okay. Badass. Alright. Almost forgot I had that. Alright. Six. Where in the Fey world did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Uh, well, and do not reference a song about an STD. I have plenty. We can share. Hello. Oh, Unfortunately, I am not a Pokemon trainer, so I do not intend to catch them all. Now, that <laughs> is hard. You don't have the part of the cards. Continue. <laughs> now that is hard to say because Six was well much like his race of a traveler by nature, so... Mm, can't really... I don't even think I really determined that. I just know he wandered around a lot. A nomadic creature. Very much so. Yes. Alright. His calf muscles are very strong. <laughs> Man is built! Alright. Unfortunate. Yes. Manya, where mm-hmm. did the marks come from? Uh, they are technically speaking birthmarks. Ooh. All right. Any elaboration? Mm-hmm. Again, I'd like to point out she's only been described as humanoid. All right. All right. Hey, furniture man. Uh, why are you connected to Wakefield and the librarian? Uh, yeah, this is something that uh, we didn't really get to explore too much. Uh, we only kind of touched on it a bit in the first couple sessions. Uh, but Ikea grew up in Wakefield. Uh, and the librarian, uh, the library specifically, uh, is kind of where he lived. Uh, so if that gives more insights into a uh, kind of what he was doing there with uh, with the letter and everything. Great. DM, y'all? has there been anything that y'all have uh, glossed over? Oh my god, yes. Like, so many items. Like, y'all could be almost set with the amount of magical items y'all have gone over. It's ridiculous. 
Like, I will go back through and comb every place <laughs> we've been in. Don't lie to me like that. Like, I will say, when y'all were in the Royal Library, oh my god, like, the amount of stuff y'all missed. Because you didn't just, I did. you just looked for books. You didn't, like, investigate anything else. <laughs> Guess we gotta make a trip back. <laughs> Look, don't tell me that. I will go back. I will make up a reason in the plot to go back. That would be metagaming. Metagaming. Actually, no, no, because we sold a directory. Yeah, there we would still be have reason directory. for us to go back, actually. We still have reasons to go back. Oh my god. Still kind of metagaming, though. That is, you know what? We're going to let it happen organically so you can't say it's metagame. <laughs> but I'm going to let you know if I don't come out of there with a full armory on my back, I'm going to be mad. But it's not just the library, too. I mean, even on the roads where y'all have been traveling, you don't really, like, investigate too much. If that makes sense. Like, there's there's some stuff you can find. Not, like, always magical, but just stuff you can find along the road or just, like, traveling through the towns. Well, I don't know how much you account for where I can deviate. I would love I, to, yeah, you I, know, explore the back roads, but I don't want to set you so far off that we can't have a session. No, I mean, don't. just this is y'all's game. I'm just here to narrate it. I mean, there's a Look, reason I have 90 pages on this campaign. With the right role, I will get us transported to a freaking another plane of existence. Don't play with me. We're not there yet. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on here. Uh, if uh, This is a question for everyone. Uh, if you had an ailment, what would it be? An ailment? An ailment. An alignment? An alignment? That is... That is not what that says. <laughs> if you had an alignment, what would it be? I was about to say, if you could be crippled, what crippleation would you have? Look. So yeah, what would what would everyone's character's alignment be as of right now? Uh, who's starting it off? Uh, Onyx. All right. Um. Okay. Depending on where we're speaking, for nature laws, it would be lawful good, and just in general, probably neutral. Neutral good, or just full neutral, depending on the situation. Understood, understood. Alright, Dix? Uh, that, that is a hard question. Chaotic. Pure chaos. It, yeah, it kind of, <laughs> like, as we progress the plot, um, right now it's probably at, I'd say... At most vanilla, it'd probably be around like chaotic good. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I would I like agree. to explore the statement vanilla. I would, I would <laughs> definitely say you got some evil in you with the, some of the stuff that you've said and wanted to do. Yeah, I'd say, I'd He's say giving the benefit of the though. doubt, it's like at the very least chaotic neutral. Yeah. No, because he wanted to save the kids. That's true. See, I think chaotic neutral oh, yeah. would. He don't fuck with kids, but he don't want nobody messing with him. Well, well, uh, concern, uh, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> Moving on to Manya. Uh, so I think she'd hit, uh, true neutral. Like, her race's specific alignment would probably be chaotic evil, but she kind of hits true neutral. She's just bopping along at her own pace. Alright, alright. Uh, Ikea, what you got? You were just looking for a different name to call me there. I was. Uh, I was indeed. <laughs> uh, I'd say Ikea is pretty pretty spot on on neutral good. All right. All right, cool. And DM, how do you feel like as as the god reigning over this uh, campaign, how do you feel like you've been treating them? Um, what alignment would the god be? Like steering them towards certain alignments yes um i'm just really letting them decide on their own i mean i give them choices to really see which they would choose and then i can really base that off because in the future for certain items and stuff i'll determine their alignment even if they say right now oh yeah i'm just straight neutral i was like all right you're a little bit evil you're a little bit good and i'll decide it from there because certain items and certain things in the world uh can affect you differently based on your alignment all right Coolio, and Coolio. NPCs, because remember, paladins. Very true. Paladins. Oh, no. Yeah. Knowing our group. Knowing our group. 
He's our just group. gonna take one look at us and like maybe Onyx can get away, and that's about it. I mean, I mean, gonna... <laughs> I have never willingly committed cannibalism. Willingly being <laughs> the key word here. Willingly, and he does regret it, so he would technically not be an evil force. Now, if he was like enjoying it, that'd be a different whole thing. Mm. Yeah, you never know maybe, what maybe. General Gim might think of y'all. Yeah. Never know what triggers I would, you know, kind of just throw. <laughs> I swear. Uh, let's move back to Onyx. How was life in the cave? Oh boy, oh howdy. It was a very, very prosperous uh, environment to grow up. Rocks, crystals, pretty much about it. I mean, you know, it's nothing more to life than uh, rocks and crystals. There's definitely some stuff that he's not mentioning, I can say. Oh no. For a specific reason. Yeah. Oh no. Oof. All right. We're gonna we're gonna get into the hole and like Onyx's cave and just find out it's like some sort of elite fighting ring. Um. A fight club. That's the first Uh, rule. It's not that bad. Just just the spawn of Satan crawling out of it. Oh yeah. Oh god. You know, cool stuff. Cool stuff. He's got an uh, he's got an air fryer in there. Uh, (laughs) Thix. Thix. How does? with that because you know if there's some volcanic vents you can use that as an air fryer the heat coming off make some uh toaster pastries volcanic fumes into those toaster ovens Mm -hmm. add a little bit of spice to it oh yeah that cajun flavor those strudels gonna hit different (gasps) fix how how does your character feel about the other members of the party uh hello interesting question for the most part, he's intrigued by him, but um, I guess we had to get into specifics. I'd say for Ikea, it's a mix of fascination and um, how do I put this? Kind of wanting to Lust. see. Oh. Uh, I mean, no. Fan art's coming. His fighting is well, not kinky, it's just painful. Yeah, well, hold on. Maybe. No. Yeah, you would know. No. Yeah. So, yeah. And then when it comes to Onyx, it's more like, huh, I wonder... It's more like, I wonder if he, you know, he couldn't be part of that cave system, but... No shot. And we'll, we'll see how that goes in the future. And with That's Maya... With Maya, it's, uh, it's like, huh. So, an emo girl with trauma. Fuck you. Maria's not that emo. Ah, uh, yes. The big titty goth girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. The mostly big titty goth girlfriend, I might add. I'm now, not even that strong. The ultimate kink. Next question. Ultimate... What is Maria's cups? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Hold on. I don't think we're being PC there, but I don't know about that. No. Don't For go really that fan art right. purposes. For right. really fan. No. Oh, yes. Rule 34 artists. I need cups. Oh god. All that. Six better have a fat cock. Alright, moving on to Manya. <laughs> have you not seen nope, the next, 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 next question? Next, next. We do not want to open up that Pandora's box. Ma- <laughs> Manya, what <laughs> college did you go to? How was it and how long did it last? So, Manya went to the College of Spirits. Um, all things considered, I don't think she went for very long like the minute she was eligible um she ran off so i'd say oh three four years she went there um she's pretty frustrated by the entire experience because um again the whispers do be bitches uh they don't like communicating with her um i don't think she really made any friends while she was there I think everyone in that college was pretty dead set on um, losing a bit of their sanity to uh, hear shit. A uh, little bit, a little bit. Uh, plus, it's a whole bunch of music majors, and at that point, you've got to worry for, for mental stability. Yeah, Bards can be a rough time. All right, Ikea, who is your father? Uh, oh, boy. 
Damn, so you're not gonna dip your toes in and then you're just gonna jump straight into it. All I'm right. gonna suck the toes, bro. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> is a half work, and as I've already mentioned, when he looked at the locket, his mom by kind of process of uh, elimination, his dad is human. Well, not necessarily. Half work only implies that it's half an orc. Yes, half orc, half human. I mean, traditionally, your mom could have been fucking a dragon for all we know. You could have been a half orc dragon. No, that was last campaign. <laughs> oh, for real? Uh, yeah. yeah. So who was who was laying down the pipe, the dragon or your mom? Which one? Because it really does. Uh, Do you not remember on. campaign one and how yeah. the main antagonist fucked a dragon? Oh yeah, yeah. that is my right. Woman oh, oh my god. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, my dad's a human, um, and I will say this now is not the librarian. Um, and I think at this point in the story, we're probably closer to figuring out more of EK's backstory anyway. So it's more interesting to just leave it at that for now. Cool. Um, this feels a bit cursed to point out, but if the lycanthrope type thing is anything to be heard of. How many of you know what knots are? Hey, hey no! shut your whole mouth. Shut your whole mouth. Oh, next question. What is <laughs> it? Right. We're moving on. Okay, I'm do running the interview. I don't want to explain what the fucking knot is. DM, <laughs> yes. any inspiration for this story? Yes, um, there is a little, and then some other parts of it is just me just kind of sitting in a chair going, huh, what would be cool? But when I was first coming up with the Fae World aspect of all this, I was listening to D&D and D. And they go into the Fae World, and uh, the DM, I for I'm forgetting his name, um, he describes it very well, but I want to take that even beyond. Uh, don't get me wrong, he's a really good DM. D &D beyond. <laughs> but I want to add um, more story towards the Fae World and more places in the Fae World. But when it comes to... The Fey world, almost like now as a whole towards the regular world, I, I came up with that myself and doing some reading and going along D&D Beyond and looking through all that. There's many different planes than just the Fey world and the real world. So I added some of those in as well. Y'all seen the uh, the uh, the Earth plane. Earth. Yeah. And that's not the only plane. So this campaign, like I said, I got 90 pages of it and we have barely scratched the surface of it all right well we can't wait to see what's coming next all right uh let's move on back to Thix. uh is there something going on between you and manya oh mean by that bro does it involve <laughs> a knot no shut your, shut no. your mouth shut your mouth no uh, no uh, <laughs> it's like, even... i'm having an aneurysm <laughs> That's specific to canines, bro. Stop it. Stop. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, wait, Manya. you didn't let Manya. me finish my question, God. Finish the question. Finish the question. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, after Six learned um, that she has something in her mind, he got a little bit more comfortable. That's why he got a bit more unhinged. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Oh, All right. Cool, cool. Manya. The pills again anyways yes <laughs> uh how do you have dark vision even though you're human again i will say it humanoid um she might have been born to humans but that does not necessarily mean she's a human all right cool the math ain't mathing on that one though uh there was uh interference mm. before birth manya is new jesus <laughs> I would not call her that. In fact, I think she'd be something closer to the Antichrist. Anyways. Yeah. Hmm. Manya is anti-Jesus. <laughs> uh, Ikea, what's with the wizard book? Plural. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting question because uh, when I made Ikea, I didn't want to just do like a normal, stupid, barbarian type of character. Because that was kind of what I already played last campaign. 
Um, even though I was a fighter, I, I think I acted a bit more of the typical barbarian. Oh, yeah, three um, intelligence. <laughs> it was a bit more than that. It was like six. Bro, <laughs> uh, below sorry. average. You may ignore. Like a professional um, sport. Yeah, so my uh, so it was actually kind of a it wasn't planned at all when Thix bought the wizard book and then gave it to Ikea. It was just kind of you know a happy little coincidence because I had already planned on something like that. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the the whole explanation behind it. But you know, good coincidences like that—that's what D and D's about, baby. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. All right, DM, this is the final question. Uh, what are your opinions on the characters, starting with Onyx? My opinions on the characters. With Onyx, I think he, his was actually the first we made for this campaign out of everyone. So we were able to put um, we were able to put a lot of time into it, backstory-wise, character-wise. And so far, he's playing it really well. I mean, even... Like, he had already determined the, like, um, attitude that Onyx would have, and he's playing that really well so far. And I'm liking it. I do think that um, he needs to go into his backstory a little bit more, and if he doesn't have that sheet, I'll send it to him. <laughs> also, the premeditatory mention of the hole was a little early, I might add. That yeah, that... I, just, I got too <laughs> eager. Yeah, when he mentioned the hole, we actually edited it out. I was like, are you sure you want to talk about that we can edit it out and he's like no man the whole i was like all right yeah he wasn't supposed to mention that he was put from the fate world that thing where he turns into a halfling was supposed to happen all the time for a while at least not just like the first episode <laughs> so i mean right. besides that onyx is doing really well all right cool the cool. whole exactly the whole let's move on to thicks what do you think of thicks Thix's character, there is so much to be discovered. I mean, it might seem like he's given a lot of what he's done, but there's there's a lot, I mean, with what he's got inside of him pretty much and how he got it, uh, all these different abilities that he has. Uh, definitely has the right attitude of what we both plan for and what he mainly planned for him. So, so far, right. Thix is almost like reading off what we had wrote down, which is really good. I really like it. Alright, cool, cool. Alright, let's move on to Manya. Same with Manya's character. We have barely scratched the surface with hers. I mean, that thing inside <laughs> of her, dear god. Like, it's it's pretty terrifying. I kid you not. When she showed that to me, like, what she wanted to do, I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, We can do something <laughs> with it. <laughs> I haven't even touched, like, half of the uh, extra abilities and stuff that it gives me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. I mean, oh, lord. She probably does more than Thix. I think what is going to happen is that Thix and Maya would become the new gods of this world. That's for them to decide. Anyways. Let's move on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I I think Maya's character is, like, Annabelle's doing a really good job with her. It's very mysterious, and I've been able to use that little voice inside her to my advantage a good bit. And... I'm definitely going to use it more in the future as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully she doesn't die again. Yeah, that that wouldn't that probably stop no. that. So <laughs> yeah, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now I'm gonna be the first to say it. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Yeah, that that's my bad. I didn't mean to do that shit. You know, she was just kind of close, and you know, can't control the wolf inside. Just one of those beast moments, you know. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Ikea. How do you feel about Ikea? Ikea's, it, I don't know if the listeners have been able to tell, but we are kind of in his arc right now. We are in his little backstory thing, and we're just starting it. Uh, you guys met the um, halfling lady whose name is... One second. I thought she was a half-elf. Half-elf, I didn't mean to say halfling. Uh, Her name's Nixie. Uh, Nixie. Yeah. Nixie, Nixie. Yeah, Nixie, and she gave a little bit of insight on some of the stuff that EK has been wanting to hear, and some stuff she didn't want to, and some stuff he didn't want to hear, sorry. 
But we're definitely going to dive into that character a lot. But he is playing it exactly the way he wanted it. And I think it's doing really good storytelling. When I ask people what's their favorite character, it's either Manya or Ikea. And Chaos. Ikea is doing a real good job role-playing-wise. And I really do appreciate it, especially since this is a podcast. So good job. All right. All right. Well, that's all the questions I've got. Uh, are there any questions going out? Okay, so <laughs> I think it, it has. Um, let me stop you. Does it have anything to do with knots? And if it does, I'm going to kick you. You know what? I wasn't thinking about it, but now that you said something. Okay, 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 <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> uh, okay, but like what I was about to say is, uh, I know you said you wanted to expand on the um, Fate Wild, but uh. Like I think I asked in the um, podcast, is there any more connections to other worlds, or we just ain't got that far yet? Y'all are definitely not that far yet. Um, with that guy or being that is inside you, he's definitely connected to a world that is not the Fey world. I can tell you that. But yeah, yeah we are yeah. we are definitely not into what he where he is from if that makes sense yay damn it's nice to see my own creation come to fruition (laughs) all right anybody else oh i have a question go ahead will lycaster make a return (laughs) or any sort of cameo lycaster for the listeners that don't know that was the first character i ever made actually played with dylan and annabelle and walton and like yeah. Will Bird Noise be making a return? Bird Noise! <laughs> Bird Noise! Bird noise. I mean, riding his, riding his uh, spider into battle with his demon sword. I mean, are we going to get new Kanye? I mean, we, oh, did, no, we, see, Kanye. we did see a King Koo already that was very similar to Bird Noise. <laughs> but I, and you I, didn't get me to play him? Well, like the thing is, I didn't want to like make that bird noise because maybe you, maybe you can come as a guest, you know? Maybe you can play bird noise. I just want to come in and just yell at people. Yeah, I mean, that... nothing in English because that's his thing. He just yells constantly. <laughs> but Lycaster, um, maybe, maybe not. The board. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I will say if y'all get into maybe somehow into multiverse, more than likely. Which oh, is something I definitely want to add into this campaign because I think I gave you an awesome. avenue, my guy. I gave you the avenue. You know where to go with. <laughs> so I mean, I'd like to. I love Lycaster. He was a great character. He's also a bad character because he was my first character, <laughs> and he went through many different phases when he was first starting playing. <laughs> and then he died first. It was pretty great. Yeah, he died first to a yeah. wizard in a fist. Fist to fist <laughs> like that he didn't have to die him. Yeah, so he died by getting kicked in the balls. Yeah, but I I want him. I want him to come back. So we'll see. That's a new form of disrespect. Yeah. How do you? It was the atomic kick, dude. No questions asked. Oh Wait, the appearance last campaign. What's that? Lancaster had quite the appearance last campaign. Oh, didn't he? Dear God. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to fuck everybody. <laughs> he did. Uh, he uh, did. Yeah, he did. He did, because that person decided not to show up, so I disciplined that. <laughs> and his character slept with Lancaster. Lancaster was a uh, shifter bard to the listeners. He originally was a druid. But then I only played like two sessions, and it was my first time, and I didn't really use the druid abilities yet. So he was like, yeah, he could be a bard. So I got a saxophone, and you know that's what I play in real life. So he pretty much charmed one of them and didn't have consensual. Was it me? Did you fuck my no, character? No, it was, it was Yo. The, it was Yo. Oh, okay. He was a uh, king coup. Right. No! Toto Mate, you ain't about to pass by that like you ain't say what you just said. We're gonna ignore it. We're gonna ignore nah. it. Lycaster nah, does cause... not care. He just... Yeah. <laughs> a terrible scum. Yeah, I mean, um, that's, a good, that's what he sounds like, too. His voice is definitely that. He's scum. Oh, my... Oh, no. See, we go, that's a fight on sight if we do get to him. I don't know who he is, but I will make it so my character had feel... So my character just... 
feels it in his bones to melt in his brain. He'll definitely feel something yeah. in his bones if you meet. Anyways. Anyway. Getting bones. <laughs> you could try it, but he ain't gonna get far. Does it not have bones? Stop. <laughs> Stop. 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 No, unfortunately, Stop. that's all Stop. good. Stop. <laughs> More questions. What? Anyone's got questions? Okay. So, and this is not related to knots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. God damn it! I, I probably shouldn't have brought that up to begin with, but you know, I just wanted to go down there, bro. Because what were you going to say before that? What's the question? I'm a DJ. Anyway, so <clears throat> this is for I want to say Ikea. Oh, okay. He's about to propose. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's busy. Inside of this. Every time. Okay, so. Do you have any, like, does your character have any type of memories of, like, your dad shifting or anything like that? Oh. Uh, I, I won't answer this necessarily, but I have given certain hints in previous sessions to stuff like that. Okay. Specifically, when I was talking to Bog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, see, now that you pointed out, I know what you're talking about. Big old ogre man. No, no. Oh, you're talking about Bog. You can just spill all of your right. stress on the box. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> who was being, who was like, probably got like some type of internal illness, really forgot them herbs. Like, he might die. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention too much to Bog, but that cough is definitely getting worse. That's not just, just something saying. that I have when I do his voice. I mean, there's something going on with Bog. Like, my character kind of just, yeah, my character kind of just forgot. It was like, oh, um, Oh, Come man, back and die. Yeah, they contract would be null and void at that point. <laughs> Is it because we sent it to uh, the tombstones, or was it just the bog? Well, he came up with magic, so I'm figuring if he dies, then the magic is away. Yeah, he's not the one with the magic. Hmm? Yeah. Yep, yeah, I can tell you that. He is not the one with the magic. Y'all have met the person with the magic. <gasps> Yeah, no. It seems like Trig is more the one. Nope. No, it ain't Trig. Kind of I think I know who it is, and I do not want to interact with that person again. Yeah, she is very powerful, so watch out. Yep, and she's very pink. Oh, no. I yep. never said it was her either, but it might be. You never know. There's other people in the underground tombstone that have magic, and y'all have magic. I know. I'm honestly thinking, uh, I'm forgetting her name, but she was the one who talked with Ikea. I don't know about that one. She is powerful, though. She is powerful. I, yeah. I felt that when she teleported, I was like, oh, shit. And that already puts her a few levels above us. <laughs> a few. Uh, a few. <laughs> yeah, Watch this... her be leveled. Watch her be level 21 and be like, aha, you thought it was over. <laughs> She's the main antagonist. That would be some shit. When like, why do you have a hole in the sky? Oh, I got a little too drunk. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, so our little princeling is he coming back? Because I feel like that's still probably an arc we've got to go down, right? That is definitely another story arc that y'all can go down. Uh, when y'all did save, let me find him real quick. I know I wrote down his name somewhere. It's been a. It's been a bit um, we've gotten into a gang since then let's see here where's probably use that for like some filler arc you know just if we need to grind some levels. oh it's it's definitely not filler i can tell you that i mean saving well, him yeah. and then him going to the capital the rose kingdom telling what's going on i mean that's kind of big oh yeah that's right that'd be freaking revolution at that point mm-hmm so, you is... telling me I get to take on a country? <laughs> you might, or you might help a country. Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I mean, you that... telling me I can become Aaron? I'm forgetting his name right now, but he's. That is not a little side quest thing. 
when y'all saved him. I mean, if he died, yeah, that would have been over. But his, his name in my notes is Dala, or however you pronounce it. Uh, yeah, that's right. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Dala. Think, yeah, it was Dala. But um, oh. yeah, Dala is definitely a whole arc that y'all still need to go down. I mean, when y'all please, when y'all finally please. go to the Rose Kingdom, you might get into it. But that is that's a whole other continent, still within the same kingdom. For the sake of your world, do not give Thix a country. <laughs> if you do not want a, yeah. if you don't, mm, I can't even tell you that. But um, just if you don't want a cataclysm, don't give Thix a country, and but, he will yeah. push for it. <laughs> oh God! But Dial's dad's still around in Goldcrest, so, and. I don't know if y'all have been able to figure it out, the little bits I've given here and there, but uh, Dyla and Licton are definitely connected somehow. Yeah. So, that just depends on what y'all do. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, no. <laughs> the funny thing is, too, I have more on... more. You remember the Earth, element, Earth Elemental? Yeah. I have more on that Earth Elemental than I do uh, Dyla. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate, I hate I didn't have comprehend languages at that point. Oh yeah, he could have told you a lot, especially with I the bet. especially with the Earth plane, because that's where he was from God. and all. God, that's why I hate I switched out that spell. I was like, man, as soon as you start grinding, I was like, oh god, no. Yeah. But yeah, his name's uh, Gabbro. Gabbro. Yeah. It's actually named after a type of rock. So, but yeah, I mean. It, there's there's plenty of story for y'all to explore. Is it igneous metamorphic sedimentary? I have no idea. <laughs> or niggly ranty. I just looked up different. Igneous rock. It's just rock. Uh, yeah, I looked it up different types of minerals and rocks, and I saw one that was like, and that was uh, was it gabite? It's a type of rock. It's also a mm-hmm. Pokemon, but it is a Pokemon. But uh, I see. Is it a rock Wait. type? It is. is. It's, it's a ground a type. Ground type. Flying ground. Oh. It's not flying ground, it's dragon ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on now. I'm thinking about... Okay, he has wings. <laughs> Actually, Gabbite doesn't have wings. Gabbite's the fucking small one, yeah, I know. Gabbite. That's right. That's right. Garchomp. Gab- Gabbite does have tiny little wings. They're he- like, oh, suck my cock. And when you play Pixelmon, you can fly with them, too, so... Oh, yeah. Which is a little weird. Peener. Gabbite's literally built like a bee. Yeah. <laughs> Wings that should Leave my work. boy alone. Bee? Uh, yes. Leave my boy alone. I right. love how the D&D podcast has just turned into ranting about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Any other questions? Hmm. Uh, I do have a question for everyone that's not uh, Dylan or oh. Dylan. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, you know. Uh, it can't always be the same DM all the time, right? So maybe would any of you, or maybe all three of you, uh, ever be, you know, willing to DM a, a one shot or something like that? Maybe on the Patreon? Oh. It's a bit of talk. Uh, specifically, I want to start up a horror. Uh, yes. Not necessarily one shot, but a sort of smaller campaign. That would be strictly to the Patreon. Um, there, it's still very early stages, but it is bouncing around, and I do have permission from the end, so we'll mm-hmm. get that up and starting at some point. There we go. Yeah, the. Similar to. Hmm? I was gonna say the Patreon is up to the listeners. It is Dungeon Lads, not the Dungeon Lads. But uh, if you want to go ahead and describe to or go ahead and subscribe to that, um, I'll be adding. To tier one, which is one dollar a month, uh, everyone's character sheets—not their backstories, but their character sheets—and eventually, when we get farther down the campaign, I want to add some other things as well, including maybe a separate campaign and different one shots, so we can keep everything organized on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, we'll be eventually on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. If you really do want to see some of the special stuff we got planned, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon. And the money that we get from that, we will definitely upgrade our recording systems because we know it's not the best, but 
That's the best we have right now. So, what about a podcast goes money? <laughs> eh. Oh god. I mean, honestly, I'm just doing this for capitalism. <laughs> in your pockets. Could be. It's just five dollars a month. How hard can it be? Just kidding. Anyways, Look, I don't. Want to, I don't want to hear that from the two people that were freaking like going into Discord speaking. <laughs> we were speaking Russian. <laughs> like, really. I don't Can donate one dollar. <laughs> I don't even know how you type that. Uh, it's called Google Trans. Yep, uh, that's all we did. We just copy and paste it. Oh. I do not speak Russian, unfortunately. That is truly unfortunate. I had uh, the opportunity to learn German if uh, my college did not fucking take it out, but, you know. You know Latin, though, don't you? Huh? Don't you know Latin? Latin? Uh, very loosely. I mean, if we want to say that, I did take two years' worth of it, but, uh... It's online, so I don't know how much that's worth. Um, <laughs> I can Dude, pronounce but... anything you throw at me, and I can probably get a vague, like, understanding of what you just said. But I don't, I wouldn't say I know it. <laughs> something else I'm going to add. Unum. Something else I'm going to add to the uh, Patreon is um, a picture of my dog. So if you want to see my dog, <laughs> look at the, <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon. Hey, All that would have to do shit. is just... <laughs> Wouldn't they just have to find your um social media for that? Like honestly, actually, I don't honestly, have I think, a picture of him on social media. I think it'd be more of Bree's social media. Yeah, Bree's social media probably uh, has it. Bree's my girlfriend. For the people that don't know, she's the one that edited the edited yes, the our editor. Yeah, she used to edit, but now we don't have an editor. We do, but yeah. we decided not to edit anymore because you get more of us. And first it was her, then it was me, and then then no more. Nobody now. So, yeah. <laughs> more questions. Uh, so we know how Brian got his name. How about um, Onyx and Maya? How y'all got your names for the characters? Oh. Maya, I was looking through uh, Russian names because you know, vaguely Russian. Um, I don't Give me a second to Google it. Because uh, there was some meaning behind it, I thought. Um, it There might not be any meaning behind it. Uh, it might have just sounded pretty, and I was like, ooh. Uh, Onyx? Uh, pretty much. I mean... I just kind of... When we were making the character, I was thinking of names and stuff, and eventually I was like... Quill, Flynn, you know, sort of ranger type names, because originally, gonna gonna make all those uh, listeners not have to pay for the Patreon to listen to hear this, but originally Onyx was supposed to be a ranger. However, I did oh, change that's funny. because rangers are um, interesting. I'm not gonna There's... give my opinion on that because it's controversial. Rangers, I are mean, technically, see. As someone who was playing a ranger in another um, campaign, I take offense to that. I mean, you gotta be honest. Rangers are really the worst class in D&D compared to everything yeah. else people can do. You're just not and, doing it right. That's the problem. Oh, is that and, right? And let's be fair to Rez. It's a ranger fighter multi-class. Yes. <laughs> you have to multi-class with it. Mainly exactly. Fighter. That's only because it has one more level in fighter than ranger. And that's only because I wanted Battlemaster. After this, it's all Ranger. Uh, well, how'd you come up with, with your name, then, uh, for Thigs? Yeah, Thigs. Well, uh, well, as I said earlier, satyrs are, you know, Greek mythology, so I was thinking, huh, the river sticks, and then I was like, oh, a stick, and then thistle, so Thigs. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I will say for EK as well, uh, there is a last name there. Uh, I don't know if any of you have last names for your characters, but there's a last name there. Yes, there that is. Maybe, maybe you could find out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm smart enough to figure that out. But, um, yeah, I do actually have a last name for my character as well. I forgot to give Manya a last name. Well, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, I guess we all just got mysterious last names then. Ooh. Unfortunate, unfortunate. I mean, um, I've said it. I don't know if you, you have. Yeah, I think I have. Oh, I did not catch that. I'm quite sure I have, or at least I've given pieces of it. But you had to be very perceptive to notice. I say I don't even remember. Well, in way. <laughs> Any more questions? that I can think of right now. I just I really mean, want to progress the plot. There's so much I want to do. <laughs> I, do have, I do have one question. At the Ooh. very start of the campaign, Manya, you were looking mm -hmm. very specifically for a spider pen. Mm-hmm. Any, yeah. any reason behind that? Imagery. Imagery? There's, there is a theme. There's a bit of imagery there. Um, I normally pick at least something for the character. I don't remember what Sora's imagery is. Um, but, uh, part of my favorite thing about making new characters is, uh, shopping for a new set of dice for them. Um, so a lot of the time I'll pick certain spots of imagery and, like, certain vibes for them. And, um, well... I wanted to give a bit of a shape to the voice. So, arachnid-type vibes? Mm, we'll say that. Yeah. All I'm saying is, <clears throat> what did I say earlier? Buff, big-tipped emo girl. Okay. It is there. With trauma. It is there. You Jesus cannot Christ. make this shit up. Okay, well, since we might be near the ending of the questioning period, uh, I do want to bring up one thing, and that is not... No, 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 cut the recording, uh, cut the recording. All right, so thank you for listening so, uh, to D&D and &D &D. Uh, We hope to do another one of these in maybe 10 episodes or 15 episodes, but episode 16 will be coming out, or I guess episode 15 will be coming out next week. So make sure you check that out, and yeah, thank you all for listening, and here we go. Send us questions! Send us questions!